Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> it's John Oliver does. Welcome to another edition of The Side Quest. I sure hope you can hear me. Checking my audio levels. That looks good. Checking the camera. That looks good. Checking the dashing young man on the camera. That looks great. Welcome to this week's episode of The Side Quest. How y'all doing? Doing good? Uh, I'm Dolly Domofsky, and I am going to have a great time. I got an itchy ear. There you go. No longer an itchy ear. It's all set. Um, <clears throat> hope you're all having a good, wonderful, good Thursday evening. Uh, we're going to have a quicker show um, because it's just uh, it's just me. So, you know what? We're going to get stuff done. So sometimes the best way to get things done is to kick everybody else off the show and just handle it yourself. That's what I'm saying. Uh, anywho, uh, again, I'm Dolly Domofsky joining you live from Casa de Quest of the Side. I don't know. I, I just made that up course uh and um we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the fun news that's going on right now in the gaming world a couple of games that i have been reviewing maybe joined by a couple folks later and uh, we'll be going from there i do have to mention though um i have a i have an all-time new favorite dumb injury that's happened to me and that is uh you ever rip your face with a tortilla chip? Because that has happened to me. Is is like a is it a paper cut if you get cut by a tortilla chip? I don't know. You know when you eat the tortilla chips and I have them too close to the sides of my mouth? Well, I ripped. You can kind of see it right there. I cut my mouth with a really sharp tortilla chip and it was just gushing blood. Coming on down like that. Not fun. But what are you going to do? It's the goodness of a good corn tortilla chip. <clears throat> Anywho, we're not going to talk about that uh, anymore because it's gross. We are going to have, I do have a drinkage today. I have a jello shot, and I'll probably get this jello shot. Um, I have a couple of them leftovers from Halloween, maybe if Taylor joins us. And then I also have, and this is good, I have a Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. And we're not sponsored by any alcoholic beverage companies or anything, but uh, I have, this is the contraband Jack Daniels. Uh, I don't know where we got it from. I don't know if I got it from a plane uh, on you know the plane ride back, maybe, possibly. Just ended up in my luggage uh, when I got off the plane. Um, or could have been handed to us by a neighbor. I don't know. No idea. But I might be sipping on this guy. Haven't had alcohol in a few days. In a few days. That makes me sound like a total alcoholic. Haven't had alcohol in a while, I should say. A few hours. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll tap into that. And I got some good old water here. But I want to get into the news of the week, and I think the discourse that's been happening this week discourse discourse of the week. The nominees of the Game Awards have been announced, and of course, uh, as everybody knows. Um, the Game Awards get your personal picks absolutely right every single time, don't they? Uh, and it's they're 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 perfect. 
no one ever gets them wrong, uh, you know, or the game awards never gets them wrong. It's it's definitely the games that you think should be there are the ones that they that they select. Just kidding, of course not. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's a, there's a lot of different categories. Obviously, here we got games game of the year. You got best performance. You got stuff like best art direction. Get some interesting ones. Best community support. And why is it interesting? Because Destiny 2 is on best community support. Hmm. After cutting all those people. Um, you have, uh, you know, th there are a lot of there are a lot of interesting categories. Best performance. That's where they that's where they say we've got to get a uh, we got to get an actor. Someone get someone famous, someone non-gaming related, if possible, on our show. And so they have, yeah, Idris Elba, I can guarantee you, is not going to show up at the Game Awards. Um, but I could see all these other fine fine people doing it. I think the, it should go to Ben Starr, only because I met him at uh, at uh, the whatever, the Summer Game Fest, and he's a really cool dude. Um, haven't met anybody else. Uh, maybe, maybe Idris Elba, I met him in a nightmare uh, as he was hunting me for sport, potentially. I don't know. Um, we, oh gosh, I clicked the button. What bad UX. Uh, I think some of the, there, there are some interesting ones, the, the stuff that they're really still trying to push the esports stuff. And it's like, I get it. Um, but people aren't watching, aren't really watching the game awards for esports. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but those are the, the awards that they just kind of read. You know, there's the big list of awards that Jeff, Jeff Keighley will come back from a, from an ad read and and like say, hey, oh, congratulations to the winners of uh, best esports athlete, best esports game, and best best uh, esports event. All the stuff that get, gets read off the side. Um, I think it's more of an acknowledgement that they they want those esports viewers. There are big bigger esports award shows that happen than the Game Awards trying to capitalize on that, but. What do you do? <clears throat> I think some of the interesting ones, obviously innovation in accessibility is something that uh, me as a designer, I love to see this as a, as a category because um, it, innovation and accessibility isn't for people, isn't just for people that are differently abled. It's um, a category that I think, uh, you know, they, they say, right, technology and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. And it really comes down to UX, user experience. And so when you get to innovation and accessibility, how, how great is that user experience? I think it's I think it's pretty good. Hey, look at that. It is Taylor Bliss. What's up, Taylor? Joining us. <clears throat> Going over some of the uh, the game awards, which is, as I mentioned earlier in, in this episode a couple of minutes ago, they are always 100% right with their nominees. Yeah, and you're muted or whatever. I don't know if you got to unplug or plug in or start. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> First of all, somebody who talks about the game awards. But yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, they always get everything exactly, exactly right. I was mentioning, um, I really like this category, innovation and accessibility. Because as a design, it's guy, actually prob probably the only good category. Probably the only good category. Yeah, it really is because it, it deals more with the experience of the user and the interfaces and how they how they you know how they work with the game and how the game actually helps more people play and interact with it. And for yeah. those, I think that's that's really kind of awesome. Yeah, there's some some novel things in Mo and Forza, some interesting stuff in Diablo Four. Um, 
but then you look at stuff like Street Fighter, which people don't people don't really consider Street Fighter to be an accessible game because fighting fighting games are like yeah you just mash buttons, but they have like whole new systems of of getting I don't want to say casual players, but getting a dolly level player to enjoy a game. Like I can play Street Fighter Six now with my mom who is in her you know who's seventy years old and could play a game. Meanwhile, pushing a bunch of different buttons doesn't always work. So I think this, I, to me, this is a really cool category for that standpoint. And, and you know, there's something to be said about the uh, the the call to precedent um, that something like that can do, which yeah. is the fact that, like, you look at the precedent of what fighting games have been and did Street Fighter Six make fighting games more accessible? The, I would probably argue that, yeah, they it kind of yeah. did by comparison. Now, yeah. Did other games probably also do something similar? Yeah, I mean that you could probably make that you could probably make that case. Um, yeah, yep. I don't know if they were necessarily to uh, to the degree. Um, I'm sure somebody who has played one of those games would probably be like, um, "Yes, actually, it was," and that's all. That's fine. Um, yep. But um, you know, the 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 reality is is that the Game Awards is also a uh, a capitalist endeavor so it really is and fact. there is a uh a panel of judges that are influencers there are journalists there are other types of media yeah, where's the like mr beast category yeah mr beast uh he's best content creator um but that's who selects these it's not like a uh you know that's what the the Dice Awards and the Academy Interactive Arts and Sciences Awards are about there. That's the selected by a, a jury jury of your peers, right? Right. That's what those are? This is not a jury of your peers. This is not. This is just we have a bunch they've, of. They've uh, got, they've got a most. Hyped, they've got a most hyped category. Let's be yeah. real. Wait, is there a most a game next level? Is there a most hyped game? Oh, most, most anticipated. anticipated. There it is. It was most hyped. I was looking for most hyped. So yeah. Me off there. Most anticipated game. There has to be an. I did find it funny. Out of all these, these are all great. And then, like a dragon, infinite wealth. I'm like that. I was not expecting them to put that in there. You know, I was. Yeah, still I'm wondering. Think, like, I'm wondering I'm, not, not that. Again, not that against um, it. Yeah. The Yakuza games aren't. Uh, it, the wide range appeal is. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's Yakuza's been growing increase like infinite more possible more. Popular. more popular in the past like four years than yeah. uh than the previous like 15 so yeah maybe they had a freaking uh like a dragon street fight last night in aew which was literally they did <laughs> they did moves from like a drag from the series where you grab a the guy grabbed a bike and did a spinning bike throw it was i'm like oh my god that is literally from the game that's quite so, <clears throat> very, very stupidly I awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, but, you know, I think the big one was game of the year. People were talking about it. I will say one thing. There, There's no like best Nintendo game, best PlayStation game, like platform wise. Like that kind of stuff is has sort of disappeared and gone by the wayside the last few years. Now, yeah, it really, because, is because you overall... know what drives more, you know what, you know, what drives more engagement. Yeah, stupid fanboys arguing about exactly. the, dumb, the dumb shit. So yeah, exactly. that shit's gone. Well, I don't. The last thing I want is it for it to be segmented so that we don't have weird nerds online arguing about it. <laughs> we are the weird nerds, my friend. I I thank thank God I am not because I could not give a shit. 
Here are your here are your uh, games of the year. I don't mind me. By the Remake. way, I am I am uh, taking a green Jello shot here. These are leftover shots from uh, Halloween. Oh, go ahead. What do you think about these nominees, my dude? Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Resident Evil Four is. Um, I mean, I know that it's like a full blood remake, but. No, I guess I the same. It. It's the same game. Like it's the same story beats. Like like this is this is like when you got you got a really big mansion, and you rip the drywall out, and you're like, man, now this is a house. It's like dog. It's the same house. You just like you just redid it. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, it's still a really nice house, but it was before too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just say you know it's just the same house. That's all. So. No, I agree. It. Um, I don't know what but else. I don't know. I don't know what else it. I would put there. Um, well, I do know people were. I think the my favorite was uh, we posted in the Discord, where some dude was like, <clears throat> they some dude tweeted, uh, they chose, uh, they put Mario Wonder in instead of Starfield. Like the Starfield, the Starfield's video. not on this list, dog. It's just not. No, no matter, it's, like, it's, it's, if I pull yeah. Resident Evil Four off, Starfield isn't one that goes in. It's not the one that goes in. There's, just, there, just, trust me, there's another game that would go in there. I could name probably 15 that could go in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can pick plenty of things. It ain't it. Um, Starfield's so many... not a bad game. I, I actually haven't played it yet. Everybody that I talked to that's played it said it's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly cromulent to what JJ would say, but it's not game of the year material, you know, at I... least in this case. In, a, in another year, it might very well have been as well. But this year maybe. is fucking insane. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't I think um I think uh like eight years ago it would have been uh, yeah. ga- game of the game of the year because where's where's Redfall? That's what I uh... where's Redfall? Okay. <clears throat> all right, there's no need to kick no, them all the down, um, buddy. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I I um this shows a, it shows a really good variety of games. I mean, I I know which one I kind of like, which ones I like the most out of this, I should say. And there are, um, I have not played Spider-Man 2. I have not played Alan Wake 2. I've played Baldur's Gate. I've played Mario Wonder. i played Legend of Zelda. And I've played the original Resident Evil 4. So I've got two more to play off of this list. But then I do also have to blast through, blast through enough of Starfield and Forza as sort of the bigger games. Not to mention, and this is the this is the issue that I have with Game Awards. One thing you're not seeing on there is um, something that they threw in a whole different category, which is which is best independent game. Because Dave the Diver is a phenomenal game. Dredge is a phenomenal game. Um, yeah, they I, are. Uh, I feel. Sea I feel, of Stars is a phenomenal. I feel, game. I feel like. I feel like best indie game. You know, we'll get into the whole yeah, Dave yeah. the Diver thing. Dave the Diver isn't an indie game thing because I'm sure yeah. that you know Zach might murder us if we didn't. Um, but the, the best indie game, it feels like has largely like come to exist so that like it gets a nod so that we don't have to argue about whether like Hades already kind of like, which is weird because Hades did win game awards, best game. Um, did it really two years ago? Was it a couple years? I thought it was was like three years ago. Maybe Uh, whenever it did, it did it. Right. Um, but like, it had to overcome yeah. other things to be able to be con- in contention there. And just like, I don't know, like we're, the, we're past that nonsense. Yeah. I feel like there is why, why is there a best Indies game and a best yeah. video game? 
Uh, they are both video right. games. We're all literally best, talking. Where is the best AAA game category? Right. All uh, I'm not going to say it, but um, it's like there should not be a delineate. A great game is a great game. You don't see. I don't know if there's like a best indie <laughs> album in the in the Grammys, right? It's not like there's <laughs> where's it where's yeah where's best is there is there a best self published album? Is there a best self published album? I mean, yeah. So then you oh. get to you get to best indies. Where is the best independent game? There you go, best independent game. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you have obviously Dave the Diver. You have and granted, um, they also had Cocoon as best game debut debut well listen the dude worked on he was like one of the co-founders of limbo and inside yeah i mean like they annapurna didn't exactly not yeah. mention those things right when right, they yeah. were doing pr for cocoon yeah, yeah. um but yeah but yeah, these these are solid these are incredible and all these are incredible games i'm not gonna say any of them are bad i mean you you played viewfinder and sea of stars and dredge and dave the diver i don't know if you played cocoon yet but um yeah this is certainly the kind of this is the category of this is my category that, yeah dude mine too this is like i, I look at this stuff i'm like I literally love every single games. one of these games nice. on the steam deck for the record nice <laughs> nice we're gonna get into that story in a yeah, little bit too uh, but uh you know it's the i i want i i want us to get past i think you do too the idea of a best game and a best indie game it's like no, just best game like an indie game can be best game and there's no such have you know game development all the quality of these games right here is better than the quality of one of the games that i'm going to be reviewing which was a which is a triple a game <laughs> so you're gonna essentially if from a triple a giant franchise um all of these beat that quality so it's like you can't really separate a game is a a game is a game hashtag that's really a tough game is a game um yeah, and then and then we'll just we'll just mention it briefly. We won't harp on yes. it. <laughs> uh, um, which is the fact that uh, Dave the Diver. Um, yeah. yeah, they say Mint Rocket. Um, Mint Rocket is a literal uh, subdivision of Nexon yeah. Corporation, which is a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> games company in South Korea. Um, it's like it's like if, if we put on a best indie game for one of like, oh shit, what's the subdivision and square enix for yoshida's yeah. stuff right in right, project right, team yeah, yeah. they said they instead of saying square enix they said project team three or whatever it's called yeah, yeah. um it's like it's like kind of like doing that except that maybe not as many americans would recognize nexon although mm -hmm. a lot of the younger mm -hmm. generation of, of folks are getting increasingly more savvy about that kind mm -hmm. of stuff so um but by comparison all right um Death Stranding kind of falls into this category. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> right? Kind of. I mean, like Death Stranding just does like a really good job of pulling money out of a lot of weird places, right? Yeah. Uh, Literally. At, at, at the end of the day, I mean, like, what is this? Is the thing about where and the reason why this conversation will always suck is the fact that like the idea of whether or not it is an indie or a triple A game is a. It feels like it feels like X. Yeah. It feels like X game. But yeah. why? It just, you know, it, it is or it is like Baldur's Gate 3. Larian is basically a fully independent studio. They had incredible funding yeah. uh, that let them make the Baldur's Gate 3 the game they wanted to make. Mm -hmm. um, 
but like, re- why isn't that indie? Well, well, I mean, look at it. It's not a, it's not an indie game. It's triple A game, right? Like that's, that's the way that the conversation goes. And if that's the, yeah. if that's the nature if of the conversation, then it's just a waste of everybody's freaking time. Really? Is. Why, why isn't David the Diver a triple A game? Well, I mean, look at it. It's not a triple A game. Like, you know, you, you look at it, you play it and you're like, oh, no, 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 that's not a triple A game. What, what, like Pentiment, right? Pentiment came out and that's a, that was I'm by, yeah, of Obsidian, which like, well, one, like one of the one of the triple A studios. A triple A game's got to be indie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, and on the other thing is that like, when was the last time a non three D game was considered mm. primarily triple A? Like in the last ten years. Um, I would say this one right here, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's a, I know, that's I mean that's a 3D game on yeah. I mean granted like even 2D games for the most part are actually largely sure. 3D no, I, superimposed I, in specific ways. Um but yeah, no, I mean I if if it wasn't if like Super Mario Wonder wasn't made by Nintendo in some weird alternate universe people would be like it's not triple A. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yep. But you know, then there, then we just have these weird exemptions in our brain of like, oh well, Nintendo makes it. Okay, Nintendo public, Nintendo made and published it. That's a triple A game. There's, there's yeah. no, no question. And Nintendo is a self-published company, so technically they're <laughs> they're independent. Also, Pokemon, um, Pokemon, for some, somehow are like Pokemon are like the worst triple A games ever made. They I'm are. Just, they, they're saying. the most, the most triple A game because they're suck. linked to fifteen companies. You take that, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna say you take that. I listen. I I I I hate it because I want to love it. Yeah, that's the problem with Pokemon. That's the problem with the last this last Pokemon game. Did last not few. Do the the last few. I, I would say Sword and Shield were fantastic. Um, this I love Sword and Shield. I was the first Pokemon game that I actually really blasted through and enjoyed everything. I have not completed a new Pokemon games. I haven't completed Arceus, although that's the one I want to play next because it's different enough, and I have not completed this latest one, which I've only put like two hours in. So, um, yeah, there you go. Categories, Game Awards. But there's other news, uh, and that other news is that uh, you mentioned you've been playing a game on your Steam Deck, but you're also going to be playing that same game on the Steam Deck. Swoled! Stoled! Stoled! Doled, steamed OLED, steamed, steamed lead. Uh, yeah, uh, Valve has uh followed Nintendo uh, once again. Oh, and please, come up with a swole. No, um, Valve is releasing an OLED version of the Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, we, we went yeah. from announcement to on sale, and I think under two weeks. Week. Yes, yeah, Nintendo did that too with their with the Switch OLED. Um, and the only reason I bring that up is that both these companies are very good about hardware in terms of when hardware is ready, they will fucking announce it. They're not they're not going to. I mean, the only thing we we heard about, we heard leaks about this thing because it was popping up in databases and people said, there's yeah, gonna be some Steam Deck related mm-hmm. thing. But, they, you know, and then uh, same thing with Nintendo, with the Switch 2. None of that is coming from the actual companies. This is. The correct upgrade, the natural next step for the Steam Deck is to go OLED. And it happened fast. It happened fast. Yeah, actually really fast. Two years, right? Was it two years? Year and a half? Uh, Yeah, because it was supposed to launch. Was it supposed to launch in December of 2020? The Steam and then Deck. It, and then it launched in 
spring of 2021 or was it spring of 2022? Uh, I think 20, I want to say 20. Okay, it was launched in February of 2022. So it was supposed to come out in yeah. 20, December 2021. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, a, a little over a year and a half. There you go. Almost two years. Almost two years. But still, it is... Uh, there you go, man. It is the next steam deck year yeah, and then i got and then i got my i got my deck in july of 2021 yeah yeah and so and you uh you are noted as um taking a long time to upgrade devices so what's it going to be like in the time between you know waiting for the steam deck oled to show up no i'm just kidding you ordered you ordered this bad boy didn't you which one did you get the terabyte or the 512 i went for the 512 good, good um, because i already have the i already had the 256 um if i want to swap to a one terabyte down the road i am savvy enough to do so on my own for probably less than the 100 (laughs) dollars difference and i get i would end up with an extra drive out of it um and uh, bro those sd cards are by the way are so cheap right now yeah ssds ssds are still plummeting sd cards are cheap as hell i can literally like it's not like my sd card which i have one terabyte uh yeah uh, micro sd that just moves over. There is no yeah, legit. mangling like, that I, that I have to do over there. Nice. So, nice. um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, for me, the main place I play video games is steam deck now. Uh, yeah, dude. So it seems you have gone. It, what's, what's interesting. And I, I, I am eating crow about this because when Nintendo first announced the, when the rumors first came out about the switch being a, handheld hybrid portable i remember being on the podcast i think with like tom johnson and (laughs) uh robin miller and um sam and maybe somebody else jj or whoever and i'm just like it's just the worst fucking idea it is why no why are we going backwards to portable devices no one wants portable devices anymore the only the only place I play video games right now is on my Switch and on my Steam Deck, and neither of them are, are docked. It's on the couch when I'm doing something else or I'm in a meeting. Um, it's, you know, it it has become the place to play for me. Yeah. I'm using uh, the OLED on the Switch, by the way, and is I'm telling you, Taylor, you're going to you're gonna drool because an OLED screen is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and and you know, I think and Valve took it a step further because they have <laughs> HDR. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, questionable implementation uh, with video games, but I'm not going to complain about it. Sure, sure. Um, and you know, there's a bunch of other up- updates. Uh, the panel is 90 90 hertz refresh, which is always a nice to have, even yep. though it's going to eat battery life a little bit more than uh, previously. Screens 0.4 inches bigger uh 10 more watt hours on the battery life on the battery size um charges faster ram is clocked faster so there's a slight uptick in game performance because of the faster ram and uh the fan is quieter it has better cooling overall so the fan just and also they changed the fan design um and it's quieter so it's it's, uh what's interesting to me is Valve is finally admitting that battery life that they had on the previous Steam on the current Steam Deck sucked balls. I am. I don't think they ever thought it was particularly good. 
they never thought it was good. And so they didn't bring it up. Whenever somebody yeah. set, brought it up, they'd be like, I mean, it depends on the game. And, you and know, admittedly, plugged, you if, could get if you're, you, you're going to be playing it plugged in, you know, whatever. The, whatever you could, the you could have gone like five to eight hours on the on, you know, and you know, still can on the original Steam Deck. If, depending on the game, Baldur's Great Gate 3 is like two hours. I got gotcha. you. Uh, no, Baldur's Gate 3, 30 FPS. You're lucky if you make it 90 minutes. That's exactly. You know, you're right. You're right. I was being very generous with two hours. Um, but no, it's it's true. It, and yeah, I mean, we know listen, that with the, PC. We know that with PC. That's. Just, I think just I think that they probably wanted to try and do an yeah. OLED panel um, the first yeah. time around. Um, but the price of storage was hurting sure. them too much. Um, you know, you look at the fact that during this revision, they literally eliminated the EMMC uh, yeah. option, the 64 gig, only uh, SSDs, and they're only bigger. Yep. Like we yep. instead of instead of 64, 256, 512, we're now 256, 512, one terabyte. Um, the reason that's the case isn't because Valve is like we want to do right by you guys. It's because the 64 gigs are probably as expensive if not more expensive than the 256 gig ssd now sure and yeah. the other ones are um are cheaper now you could say that maybe they could have just kept the old sizes um except that they probably couldn't find a 64 gig uh ssd um but like the, literally that's just that's how cheap stuff got um mm -hmm. plus now that they had a proof of concept out there probably more yeah. manufacturers you know oled panel manufacturers were like Okay, we'll do business with you now. We got a uh, bunch of these left over from Nintendo. Let's do some business. Yeah, I mean, this is a little, uh, they're yeah. not the same size. So that'd no, be really, not. it'd be really funny if they were the same panel, though. Um, they are not identical size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they can't be. There's no way they did. Uh, here, I can. Uh, I got. I'm I looking got, at it and trying to, everyone trying to quickly figure out the OLED technical specs. Uh, got, it um, is a. Seven OLED, seven inches the screen. Yep. So yeah, original yeah. was six point two. The OLED is seven. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Look, look go. at that. Look at that photo I just sent. If you want to, if you want to throw that up there. Look. Let's share this. Yeah, share that. There you go. The very, Steam the Deck very, OLED, the very simple LCD. rendition. Yeah. yeah. That's, like this that's is just, the way to do it. That's, that's just the, the basic, the basic size comparison. Um. So yep. obviously the same twelve hundred by eight hundred resolution yep. on uh, on the OLED. Um, so basically, you know, keeping the eight hundred p. Yeah, no, it's good. It's uh, but yeah. So yeah, I, I picked it up today. I'll pray to God that I find somebody to buy the old one. I think. I'm, uh, oh yeah, you'll you'll be able to sell it for like a hundred bucks. You'll be you should be fine. Hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> when is it? When is yours arriving? I don't know. Uh, it says it says it's supposed to ship in three to five days. Oh, that'd be good because then uh, you could sell the sucker for Christmas, which is perfect timing, dude. Um, yeah, when when uh, after traction picks back up. Yeah, yeah. No, this uh, you know it's it's great. I think I still think the next Steam Deck two will probably start with LCD. I think that's you know we we get the get only the difference down. might be that they sell it with an OLED model to off the get go. Could be, could be like a very high end OLED model version. <clears throat> um. Potentially, potentially. Uh, I mean, again, it just depends on depends on build quality. I, I think I think the sort of the step, ja the jagged little steps, are what uh, 
game manufacturers, console and platform manufacturers like to do because they need to upsell you later. And so yeah. they know whoever owns the Steam Deck OLED or the regular Steam Deck will buy a Steam Deck too, regardless of if it's OLED or LCD. So it's like, hey, later on, let's you do know, the, uh, the they they don't have the they don't have the built-in that perfect secret Santa gift. <laughs> yeah, all right, twenty-five dollar limit. Sorry, <laughs> bud. Um, uh, they don't have the built-in need to haves that consoles do. So I think mm-hmm. that's a tougher ask mm-hmm. okay. for them than with uh, than like let's say Nintendo. Um, listen, listen, you're buying a Steam Deck OLED. I am, but I'm also like. <laughs> I mean, you're hard. I, you are a PC guy. You know specs. You're into yeah, the hardware. I'm a, side I'm a, I'm a sample size of one, and like the yeah. one of the most like unique. I feel like comparatively. So I mean, until, unless unless we hear unless we hear otherwise from Valve. I mean, listen, they they are going to know who do, who double bought, right? You know, or yeah. at least they they will know what Steam accounts double bought. And I'm, would I like to know what the numbers were on those stats? Absolutely. I'm fa- I don't I would think they'll fast- ever give those numbers uh, out. No, I don't think nope. so either. But I want to know is my yeah. point. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think that there's going to be that. The percentage I don't think is going to be that high. Like, what would you be? What would you think would be a really good percentage of double dippers? Of double dippers? Yeah. Um, a really good percentage? I think for Valve, it's probably... Uh, I'm gonna say like 15 percent. I was I was I was gonna say fifteen percent as well. Um, I think think that's a solid number right there. It's a real solid number. I think that if they hit like above twenty percent, it would be like, whoa, like that would be crazy. I think also, um, I think what what Valve is doing right now isn't isn't selling to the double dippers. It's continuing the it's trying to get the steam deck back onto the market because well yeah i mean because now now that they're selling to the competitors of you know the rog ally the legion go yes um yes. you know i mean and the I'm, ps5 is making waves for even though it's a it's a console the ps5 is now selling like fucking hotcakes and i'm not even going to consider that little stupid dinky little wireless thing they got playstation but portal portal the uh, psp I, go i own 18 versions of that game no um but they have to compete they and you're right how are they going to set, the, set themselves apart from the other new portables and kind of stay stay ahead and then how are they going to compete against a console that's selling like a hot cakes well you do need you do need that upgrade and i think it's you know it's good for them they're going to continue selling stay in the public uh domain i guess or public persona um eyes i i'm still amazed that valve is not selling this thing at best buy i'm still amazed they don't have this sucker at target because that is to me that's sales galore because you're seeing the rog at best buy you're seeing the logitech at target and in whatever i mean it's the one thing that they don't have relationships with they don't they don't um you know aside from i don't know if they want it do they want them i don't know if they want them Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, things do get complicated. Yeah. You and you do lose some raw revenue. I don't feel like that's gonna that I feel like that wouldn't be their main reason for not doing it because yeah. um they make so much other money from so many other places. So that, much other money that I don't hardware think, is the least of their they, issues. Yeah, I don't think it's exactly like the biggest uh, yeah. thing on their mind. Um so I mean, you know, they managed to bring sp- steam machines 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, a decade ago into into Best Buys. I can't yep. imagine why they wouldn't be able to bring yeah. these in. You know, they have Steam gift cards in every store. I was going to say they... the the amount of Steam gift cards you would sell uh, with a Steam Deck is nuts. I, I you know, when when people whenever somebody says I want to get into PC gaming, what what PC should I get? It's like get the Steam Deck. That's it. There. If you want get it, get the yeah. Steam Deck. Then get a dock later. If you're really into it, get a dock. You can plug it into your TV or in a monitor. And then later on, if you really and, want and to be biggest, hardcore, you can get a an actual PC. But. And the biggest issue that you know that we're going to run into with making that argument is that the next two years is going to be really rough for that yeah. uh, for that tagline um, because you know Baldur's Gate barely cuts uh, cuts the mustard on being playable on Steam Deck. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's still a few games that are just like not not having it uh returnal is like i hope you know 20 fps um and granted yeah i mean returnal is a a ps5 exclusive but like that's 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 my point is that like if we say i want to get into pc gaming you know i was doing x y or z Mm -hmm. if the only thing they're doing is playing switch then yes here is here's your pc gaming step if they're coming from ps5 it's a little bit tougher a little bit because tougher, sure. because, yeah. because they are saying like i want to play the you know modern warfare or whatever and they're like oh well for modern warfare it's all right all right so listen it's a little tough anti-cheat well, we're gonna dual boot you into windows and your <laughs> and their eyes have glazed over and they're already walking out the door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so you know it did it's it's one of those conversations that still requires qualifiers which makes it really tough Price drop while supplies last. It's a sexy looking thing. Well, here, I mean, that, and listen, I like you, that clear plastic version. I know. The... I really. I listen. I can. I thought about it, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it was. It was fifty dollars more dollars on top of everything else, and yeah, that's so, it's more. the JJ version. Is what that is. It's the JJ. Yeah, version. that is the JJ version. <laughs> I can't believe that he didn't buy it. Um, uh, he saved his money. He's getting the uh, the Logitech one as the last. <laughs> the Logitech one. Whatever the Logitech thing is, right? The, the, um, there's like 15 of them. Lenovo. Uh, the Lenovo. Sorry, Lenovo, I'm sure Logitech Lenovo. has one too. I'm sure of it. Logitech made a uh, cloud gaming one. That's Remember right. it was that launched for 200. Right. That launched for 200. That bucks. was at PAX. Remember that? Yeah, it launched for 200 bucks, and then it was like 50 dollars. I think like four, like three weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm excited yeah, for it, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have uh, some period of time where I'll have both devices, so I can do a little demo and. Uh, show what show what they look like side by side yeah. and yeah well, actually the big the one of the things i'm most excited about is the fact that the minimum brightness on the oled screen goes all the way down to two nits that's nice which that sounds nice. really yeah. silly but like as a person that, that plays so, uh that plays steam deck in bed being able to go down to two nits brightness is like Dude, that, the OLED being as bright as it is on my Switch, I fucking I lit up the airplane on my flight to <laughs> to and back from Japan, and I I'm like fuck, I'm just gonna do, I'm gonna light, I'm gonna turn this up all the way. I don't care if people are gonna think that the windows are open, but go for it. <clears throat> but uh, no, it's cool. The Steam Deck, sir. Um, please, two new. Your, con- can you please yeah. turn your flashlight? Off? <laughs> two new platforms this year, not counting the Xbox One terabyte Series S. Uh, but um, yeah, we have. Uh, I think next year is going to be interesting because we're we're anticipating Xbox doing something, and then Nintendo obviously next year. I mean, we're um, we're always yeah. waiting for whatever Xbox streaming device is going to eventually make it to market. Yep. Um, that big leak had the the next like the half step Xbox Series S next year, right? 
<clears throat> so oh see. great An- another device for developers to maintain to parody on um speaking of uh parody and great games like we talked about triple a wonderful game let's get into some of the games we've been playing i will say one thing um i promised some folks that i was going to do some magic tricks um but instead of doing a mat you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do a magic trick i am gonna do magic i was gonna not do it but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it with you um so in meetings, I've been I've had my office meetings, you know, and and I've been like researching magic and mind reading and mind control. And okay. I have I I have figured out a way to to mind control people. I can get people to do things that I can get people to do things, all right, beyond their control. I can do it to you too. All right. I can get you to do something without you even having control to it. You ready? All right. First, first, tell me, tell me an animal. Penguin. See, it worked. Okay, let's get into um, <laughs> let's get into some of the games that we're playing. It's an ultimate dad joke, magic trick right there. That goes as that goes as good as my my numbers thing because I am actually it doesn't, it doesn't work when you're uh, when you're trying to tell it to a toddler because uh, trying to tell them to do something they will they will just go no. I told my daughter and my wife were sitting, were standing next to each other, and I told that that joke. And my daughter, right away, caught my level of humor and burst out laughing. And my my poor wife was like, "I don't, I don't get it." Like overthought it. Um, but she's not. She's she's good with numbers. I'm better with numbers. I'm phenomenal with numbers. Like phenomenal with numbers. I love math. You you a math person? Yeah. Thanks. I actually do. Exeter. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see if uh, let's see who's better at math. Um, Okay, you're good at like adding and subtracting, and and you're good at math. Okay, give me give me three numbers of any length. I'll put my pen down. Give me three numbers of any length. Okay, I'll tell you how good at math math I am. Just tell me those three numbers. Eighty five. And. Ninety two. Okay. One thousand three hundred and forty two. Okay, I know all those numbers. Told you. Let's go on to the games that we've been playing. Uh, the g- first game that I have been playing, I told you, AAA, uh, property, <clears throat> high quality, absolutely wonderful. It is Jumanji Wild Adventures. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard of Jumanji, haven't you? Uh, I have been playing this latest hot new game. Um, there's no Jumanji movie this year. But there is a new Jumanji game. <laughs> this freaking move, this freaking game, man. It is uh, exactly what you think it is. By Outright Games, we got the code for PC. I've been playing it on my Steam Deck. Actually, works fine on a Steam Deck. I don't think I'd want to play this on another platform. Um, uh, please play it locally. I did not play it co-op. It is, it is a licensed game. It is a licensed ass licensed game. Um, the sad part is not the sad part. The the Absolutely expected part is that the um, the quality of a game as such is not good. It, there is nothing spectacular about this. This looks like uh, they've picked assets out of a hat and they've like, I mean, you saw that you, you kill one of those bugs and it just bounces back and poofs into dust. That's it. It's simple. Uh, you fight. That's that baboon fight right there is like the first battle. You fight a bunch of baboons, and then for no reason, you fight like this tribe leader. And I'm like, all right, I get it. It is nonsensical. 
Uh, it is, I'm going to share this tab instead. Um, just a really kind of cockamamie story. Uh, it, there are technical issues all the time. Like the animation is not good at all. Um, it's very, you can kind of see it there. It's very like stuttery and this is on the steam deck and it's not a, it's not a taxing game on the system. Um, the fidelity visual fidelity actually isn't bad. I was surprised that they were able to capture like the look and feel of the actual actors, the Jack black and the, the rock doing Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, but uh, there's just nothing fun about this game. There is nothing that it's just platforming levels. And the rock has a boomerang and the boomerang, you throw it and I lost the boomerang somewhere and I couldn't find it. And I had no idea where I lost it. Uh, it's just um, there's there, there is, this is the least spectacular adventure game that I've had action adventure game that I've ever played. Um, that being said, it's not horrible. If you're trying to give your kids something, if they're, you know, big into Disney movies and big into it, Jumanji, give them is this it voice acting. The voice acting is fantastic, actually. OK, they try to get the voices to sound like the actors. And for the most part, they kind they they kind of do. The Jack Black actor is fantastic. Um, Kevin Hart actor is fantastic. <clears throat> voice actor. Uh but um, so they actually did a really good job uh, on that aspect. Um, the story is they they are sucked back into the world of Jumanji. They know it's a video game that they're sucked into. Uh, it again, it's just unfortunate that this video game is very it, you know it just looks bad. like it was made for the Mega Touch, and I would go play it in a bar. Uh, it has that feel, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It definitely has, it has an a mobile game feel and i yeah. hate, i hate using that as like some sort of you know Damn, they got they put this thing qualifier. on ps5 did they make an actual boxed game yeah it's for ps5 game. yeah um that's wild it's wild adventures actually uh they uh, there's there, it's it is it is like i mentioned it's the least it is an unspectacular adventure action adventure game i mean it there's to walk around, to get around the overworld, the map, you're using a, um, you use your Jeep and you drive the Jeep and it's just, it's like, why don't, why drive the Jeep? Just walk, just give me a map. Just give me dots on a map. That'll, that'll work fine for me. Um, but you can unlock, you can find the letters Jumanji, spell it, spell Jumanji in each level. And that opens up something, but yeah, there's just hit detections off. Uh, every, graphical thing is repetitive like you saw the flames in that one thing every flame is the same yeah, every yeah, yeah. wooden board is the same every enemy is exactly the same every leaf is the same uh every stone in the water there is the same it's like there's a, it's it's very much grab the assets throw look at this i'm gonna pause it right there look same same you know these are all the same pieces there are like you know, there are so many aspects of this. You're like, wow, they they literally I don't want to say they phoned it in because I never say a developer phones it in. But I don't think they the phoned it time, in. I just think that they had like shoestring. To do I was, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think they had like a shoestring budget and they were like, hey, let's get this. We got the IP. Uh, we got the license to make a game. Just make just make. We got to make some basic. We got to make something, make a basic adventure game. Uh, and they did. And again, Beatles uninteresting enemies baboons uninteresting enemies typical fire streaming things uninteresting obstacles and it's just 
eh. Um, I wouldn't recommend it um, for any reason. I guess, again, if you have a child that is really into it's this is aimed at kids so granted i'll give you that however it's not super easy to control from again again i mentioned it's got some some issues of stuttering issues hit with hit detecting detection uh so it's not great from that standpoint if you're gonna make it for kids go all out make it for kids i think they, they're trying to they it feels like this game is aimed at like the nine-year-olds the eight nine-year-olds ten-year-old kids who aren't ready for a tomb Raider and uncharted and, uh, but want that sort of action adventure experience. And you can still provide that by making it at least a, a quality experience. And there, the quality of this is just, like I said, it's just the quality levels are meh at best. Meh yeah. is, not, is not a, is not a grade you can give any, anybody, but, uh, and the enjoyment of this is, is really really boring it's just a boring game it really is there's nothing from the movies that that is in this in the levels it's just, it really is just like random it's like it's jungle level okay what is there about this temple that reminds me from the movies nothing they don't link it to anything so yeah jumanji wild adventures jumanji sleepy time adventures <laughs> uh, <clears throat> there's another game i've been playing Another massive IP from our childhood. Uh, and that game would be a game that just came to Switch from other platforms. We actually played this game a year ago. Okay. You ready? Ready for it? It's a multiplayer game 4v1 Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed. Oh, yeah. Um, this works surprisingly well on the Switch. <laughs> I am very surprised at how effective. Uh, I don't know who ported this for Ilphonic, but um, I got I got to wonder when they were doing the main dev if uh, kind of Switch was in their stretch. Maybe, yeah. and you know they not that they, I you know I don't think they did the port, uh, but I would imagine they did some asset management that made it easier yeah, to yeah. accomplish well i think you know art style they just definitely chose an yeah. art style that is easy to that work through and i think that that's too. great i think for for ghostbusters for this i for this license that's perfect you don't need to make it ultra realistic like characters look great uh the voice acting is fantastic they use a lot of like actual the actual actors from the movie um movie series the gameplay works i played uh multiplayer finally uh because I have over a hundred friends on my switch and the bug that they have in the system doesn't allow you to have a hundred people and be able to play. <laughs> no. I could not log in no. because of that issue. And you see that over and over again with developers when they port stuff over to switch and it's like, Oh man, they forgot about like the simple thing, which is you got to allow people to have over a hundred friends. You may not think Nintendo players play online, but guess what they do. Um, so they supposedly finally issued that release, but uh, I didn't play on my main account. I had to play on my daughter's account because that <laughs> was the only, she has one friend, me, and that was the only person that could do it. Uh, and so, because I can play on my own. But again, it includes all the DLC. <clears throat> um, it includes, uh, you know, all the... Are they releasing the like edition on the other 
Yes, it is. Yeah. And they're all they're like, I think it's like a free upgrade for everything if you already got the game. Um it, it it's super competent. It works really well on the Switch. The, I never had any online issues. And that was surprising to me. I, I started with the uh, the game offline at first, and uh, just to make sure, you know, kind of get a comparison between offline, which you're playing with a lot of like bots and stuff. Obviously, offline you get your teammates, and then if you play as the ghost, you're playing against the AI bots, you know, whatever. Um, then switch to online, and I didn't notice like stuttering. You know, I didn't notice the typical online issues <clears throat> that you would normally with a Switch game. Granted. I don't think this is a game that's like super taxing. You're only like you're only ever with like five people total online. Like it's four v one, so I don't think it's gonna hurt the network all that much, anyways. But it was <clears throat> really smooth. Uh, visuals, even playing online, visuals are really we're we're like exactly fine. <laughs> um, it's not saying much, but you can see the visuals here. I mean, they're the fidelity level of this. Yeah, there's some stuff like draw distance was a little bit little bit off on the Switch, but I'm not looking far into the background. I'm trying to capture ghosts or, you know, scare the humans. Uh, but uh, and it was great to play this thing portably um, for a change. You know, it's you have to play. I guess crossplay is coming. I haven't I didn't play crossplay yet. And you're going to need your Epic uh, account to do that. Because we all, I think all of us played with our Epic Game Store accounts when <clears throat> we played on PC. Um, but uh, I just played regular, regular multiplayer, and it worked. And I, you know, character, everything's there from the original game, and everything works. And voice acting is great, visuals are great, and it's a super competent multiplayer and single player experience. And if you like Ghostbusters, um, surprisingly, the best Ghostbuster game that's been out in a long time. Crazy. Uh, and it works. It works on the Switch. And it's, again, it's the Ecto Edition, so it's been upgraded on all the platforms. Definitely check it out. Um, I love me some Ghostbusters. I love when it's done right. And the story of this, the story within the game is obviously kind of hokey, as usual. It's Ghostbusters. It's, Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's not serious. But, uh, yeah, I'd like um, copy-paste <laughs> everything we said about Ghostbusters in the past. Slide it in here. It. Yeah, if you got a Switch and you're a fan of multiplayer games and you've been waiting for a multiplayer game that actually works on the Switch besides Splatoon, which has its issues, this is going to work. This is going to work. Did, did they make did they put Dead by Daylight on Switch? I'm assuming they did. Uh, yeah, I think they did. I did not play that though, but I yeah. This is, you know, I just but this is this is for the Same. Dead by Daylight crowd. Yeah, yep. Totally. Totally. So yeah, well, good job and uh Yeah, I'm totally surprised at how well it worked out. Because again, we've known issues with multiplayer importing PC games to the Switch and stuff. So and this works great. Ghostbusters Unleashed. What are you playing, dude? Anything new since last week? Or just still diving into some of the same stuff? Yeah, I mean, mostly uh, trying to plunk, uh, plink, plunk, plink, plunk, plink, plunk, plunk, um, away at Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Uh, but it's tough because it's the kind of thing that I want to sit down and play for a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, could you see yourself playing portably on this thing like Alan Wake 2, like for long periods of time? What on Steam Deck? On Steam Deck, oh, I could. I mean, like, and I have, like, you know, yeah. I, you know, if you look at, um, like, I would, I would play, like, for instance, like Persona 5, right? Sure. Um, what I would consider kind of like a bigger thing. Uh, if... so I think, like, they're atmosphere wise, 
a oh, atmosphere wise, I throw is a big screen. I'll throw I'll throw the nice headphones on, and I would yeah. do it and like sit in the corner on my oh, cool. on my on my comfy couch okay. in a heartbeat. Right. Uh, nice. The issue nice. is that it can't do it on Steam Deck sure. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for Alan Wake too. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, go back and emulate, you know, like something like Silent Hill or or, any, sure. or anything okay. like that. And yeah, I think I. And the re- one of the reasons why I actually beat Sea of Stars, for instance, is because and not again, not that it's like the big atmospheric game, but it's oh, it was just a very cozy experience. Like I don't know, you feel yeah, totally. really close to it when you're on mm. the handheld in the small Dude, screen. I freaking love that about the handheld, which is the experience that I. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like it detracts. I mean, yes, in in, in a lot of things, so much stuff. In yeah. a lot of things, I want the bigger screen, of course. Yeah, so oh, for sure. Um, Spider Man, I want a bigger screen. Zelda, I want a bigger screen. You know, that kind the of faster. Wins. The faster it is, yeah. the more screen I want. Yeah. yeah. Um, Racing Alan, games, yeah, for sure. Uh, Alan Wake isn't really that okay. fast. Um, you know, it's yeah. I mean, there's gunplay and there's action to that to that game. But a lot of it is move at your own pace and look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, I if it had the horsepower to run it and look good, I would play it. Yeah, no question. Okay. Um, but I but I but I can't. Yeah. So because uh, it looks really really good uh, with a nice graphics card because it has uh, some phenomenal lighting technology on it. Nice. I mentioned this the last so time I was on the show about um, yeah. The kind of what the medium preset is of this game and i mentioned the digital foundry video and all that jazz so i'm not going to rehash mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um but the, yeah that still holds that still holds true all of it's still there um i'm getting into a little bit more of the you know the meat of the center mm-hmm. of the game uh it's doing things that i'm happy with um so mm-hmm. i have no complaints i it's doing if it's not necessarily Alan Wake one things, uh, it's you know you you could say it's doing Alan Wake two things, which I'm which I'm fine with. Remedy's kind of progression of their the games that they make is very very interesting to me, mm-hmm. and I love I loved the shit out of Control. So um, you know it's like what if we Alan Wakeified Control? That's mm-hmm. that works for me. Uh, but other than that, uh, because I've had so little time. I've uh, been playing a little idol game. It's called Melvor Idol. Ooh, okay. Uh, Zach would start saying something. Cue Zach. Where are you, buddy? <laughs> uh, so Melvor, Melvor Idol is basically uh, uh-huh. RuneScape, except it's an idol game. Ooh. So I, if I'm not mistaken, and this is the reason why I want Zach here, like I think that even the skill progression, XP numbers, all that stuff is identical. Like how long it takes to do an action is the same. The amount of XP it takes to level up all the way through zero to 99, the same. Mm-hmm. So like everything is identical. The only difference is that I don't have to click anything. I mean, aside from like to change what I'm doing uh, and everything just continues in the background. Hmm. So uh, it's uh just kind of like a sim. I'm, I'm looking for this game. It, it's like idle RuneScape is as fun as real RuneScape. That's like the stuff that I'm finding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. A new patch and. Yep, there's got a new uh, new update and a new an expansion. Um, nice. So it's a it's. Is it on Steam? It's on Steam. Nice. It's on iOS. Down, downloading. On, oh, perfect. 
M E L V O R Idol. Melvor Idol. Mel. I think it's technically owned and run by Jagex now. Jagex being the company that does RuneScape. It's very easy to lose time to, but it's not. No, it's not to be confused with a clicker idol game. Uh huh. So you know, a la Cookie Clicker and and stuff like that. Clicker idol games require a significantly higher percentage of your attention to continue and like melvor is like do you want to fish for four days check (laughs) check in once every 24 hours and make sure that you're clicking so that you're so that you're progressing to a to a higher difficulty thing and then and then you're you know eventually it's like it's going to take you two months to Mm -hmm. hit level 99 on any skill that's that's just how that's just how it is it's just the nature of the beast so uh it's awesome. uh that that occupies my time when i know that i could you know don't have 40 minutes to sit down and play alamoy love this love this sweet dude i might have to uh cloud save so that you can swap so you can swap between yep. you know desktop and and mobile and all that good stuff so it's so cool because even on their website it shows your cloud saves uh, save slots it shows all the stuff buy the full game buy the demo sign in how cool Throne of the Herald and Atlas of Discovery are the two. Uh, the two That's correct. Nice. Very cool. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, you ready uh, for some uh, some fattening up next week? I am very much. I'll be extra ready if my Steam Deck OLED comes in. Nice, nice. I think we're going to try to do our next episode probably on Sunday so we can get Jage in there because he's got a couple of review things and he's he had to switch to... Uh, to evenings, which is why he couldn't be on the show today. So we figured we get we knock one out on Thursday for just he wanted just uh, he was tired of coming. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. Yeah. He well, swapped work. Literally, um, literally <laughs> swapped work so they could avoid us. But he won't avoid us at PAX East. Mm-hmm. PAX East tickets are now on sale. Uh, and March twenty 20- 21st to 24th. Let me, feels- let me see how tickets are going right now because. Uh, People are freaking ex- oh look at panel applications, media registration. Uh let it let's go. Let's go. Um, I actually think they're gonna sell out this year because they so? they sold out last year, like the week of uh PAX East for a couple like the four-day badge went I don't know if it went first or not. I know usually Friday and Saturday go right away. <clears throat> um, and then I think Thursday went after that and Sunday didn't sell out. But uh, I think they may have a a chance to sell out this year. People are excited. This is the twentieth anniversary year of PAX East of PAX in general. Oh, okay. And I think this is like year. It's like the eleventh anniversary. No, PAX no, started in first 20- PAX was two thousand and eight, I believe. PAX East. PAX. PAX East. PAX East was two thousand eight or oh nine eight. It was, eight, it was eight or oh nine. I don't remember which okay. one. One of the two. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's. Uh, we are we are headed to PAX. We're gonna have our we're gonna sign up for panels. Hopefully we get get our panels going. Um it'll be this the perfect seven panel. We gotta think of a cool name for it. JJ and I had a name and then we forgot it. So I gotta hunt through <laughs> I I gotta hunt through our Discord to figure out what name it is. Um uh, but you'll see us at PAX. You'll see a bunch of us, a bunch of us at PAX. I think we're bringing some of the some of the heavy hitters out of retirement for packs so that could be kind of fun uh, don't um, don't whip them up in a frenzy dally don't whip them up in a frenzy but it'll be a good time um 
we will see you all there. Until then, you can catch us on the next episode of the Side Quest right here on SideQuesting.com, on YouTube, and Twitch, uh, SideQuesting TV at both of those, in the Discord, which is where, where things will be. And then um, we have some holiday fun coming up. More than just a Secret Santa, so stick tuned. You'll be hearing about some some fun event stuff happening over the next several weeks here as we roll into the holidays. Till all that stuff, you can find me and Taylor. Like I said in the Discord, thank you, Taylor, so much. Oh, my pleasure. For uh, I didn't even ask you to sing, even though you your your vocal cords are probably all worn out from all the singing. Yeah, you're sorry, doing. my daughter's my daughter's ears only. Ah, um, we'll have to get your your set list. For karaoke, <laughs> karaoke. It's, it's a karaoke night. Of, it's a set list of three. Nice, nice. Mary had a little lamb. Happy birthday! And uh, Happy birthday. I want to fuck you like an animal. Uh, really <laughs> weird do. song to sing to a child. Nine Inch Nails. Come on, dude. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, we'll see you in the next episode of the Psychos. We love you all. Take care. Goodbye. Charles is here, my. <laughs>